Welcome to Red Wine Reads, a community of book lovers talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite books while pouring a glass or two of wine. I'm your host, Jenna Miller, and today is a very special episode because I get to reveal the books we will be reading in April, so that's just next month. So whether you want to read one, none, or all of these books that I'm about to outline, the choice is up to you. We really do hope that you join us in these great conversations all month long, even if you haven't read any of the books. They're going to be great conversations, so please follow along. Everyone has different tastes, but we hope this podcast is fun to listen to, no matter how you like your books or your conversations. So let me know which books you are most excited for on our Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. Again, that's at R-W-R-E-A-D-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T on Instagram and TikTok. So without further ado, let's pull some corks and get previewing. Up first is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. So this book was brought to me by Rebecca and she said she found this book on the side of the road and thought it was a sign that we should read it. So here we are reading this absolute classic, honestly. So let's dive right into the summary. It's an ordinary Thursday morning for Arthur Dent until his house gets demolished. The earth follows shortly after to make way for a new hyperspace express route and Arthur's best friend has just announced that he is an alien. With just a towel, a small yellow fish, and a book, Arthur has to navigate through the very hostile universe in the company of a gang of unreliable aliens. Luckily, the fish is quite good at languages, and the book is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which helpfully has the words, Don't Panic, inscribed in large, friendly letters on its cover. Douglas Adams' mega-selling pop culture classic sends logic into orbit, plays havoc with both time and physics, offers a pithy commentary on such things as ballpoint pens, potted plants, and digital watches, and most important, reveals the ultimate answer to life, the universe, and everything. Now, if you could only figure out the question. This book was published in the late 70s. It started off as a BBC radio comedy, and so it has a very playful nature, and it's also quite short. The version that I have is you know, ends at exactly, I think, 200 pages. So it's a pretty short read, but it's also one that you want to kind of pay attention to because there's a lot of characters coming in and out. Uh, There's a lot of universe talk and there is a lot of key phrases that you have to pay attention to and a lot of good one-liners that you can pull. So this was also a 2005 film adaptation. I became familiar with this title and became familiar with this plotline through that 2005 movie. And I thought it was, it kind of went over my head when I first watched it as a kid. And so I'm excited to read the book and then go back and revisit this movie because I feel like my dad always thought it was the funniest thing ever and I just didn't really get it. So I'm excited to go back and watch that as well. So uh, stay tuned for this episode because I'm sure we'll be talking about the movie as well. This is Also in production with Hulu to develop a new TV series, this book received a 4.2 out of 5 on Goodreads, so it is well-liked among a lot of readers. Already up next is going to be Catch-22 by Joseph Heller. This is an absolute classic of a book. I remember this being a choice in my one of my high school literature classes, and I could choose to read this book or another book, and I ended up reading another book, and so I'm excited to read this one because I've heard very mixed reviews, whether it's super confusing and I didn't understand it, or wow, this is just such a genius idea in the realm of literature and writing. So very interested uh, to read this, and this book was brought to me by Abby, so if I hate it, 
then it's her fault. (laughs) Now let's read the summary from Amazon. Set in Italy during World War II, this is the story of the incomparable, malingering bombardier Yosarian, a hero who is furious because thousands of people he has never met are trying to kill him, but his real problem is not the enemy. It is his own army, which keeps increasing the numbers of missions that men must fly to complete their service. Yet, if Yosarian makes any attempt to excuse himself from the perilous missions he's assigned, he'll be in violation of Catch-22. A hilariously sinister bureaucratic rule, a man is considered insane if he willingly continues to fly dangerous combat missions, but if he makes a formal request to be removed from duty, he is proven sane and therefore ineligible to be relieved. This book was published in 1961. It has a 4 out of 5 on Goodreads, uh, so it's relatively well-liked. It's on the higher end um, of the ratings on Goodreads, so uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to read this one. It also was a film in 1970, and then actually Hulu made a TV miniseries that came out in 2019. I believe I watched the first episode, but I don't really remember too much of it, so I I definitely want to watch that miniseries after I finish reading this book because I want to see how it compares, Um, and then maybe if I have time, I'll I'll watch the 1970 movie, Um, but this was nominated as one of America's best loved novels by PBS's The Great American Read. So again, I just think it has a lot of uh, track record to prove that this is a really good book. Now book three is going to be The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. This one I knew nothing about and as I was digging into this I am very interested in how this book is going to turn out. Very interested. So let's let's get into the summary. From New York Times bestselling author Stephen Graham Jones comes a novel that is equal parts psychological horror and cutting social commentary on identity politics and the American Indian experience. Fans of Jordan Peele and Tommy Orange will love this story as it follows the lives of four American Indian men and their families, all haunted by a disturbing, deadly event that took place in their youth. Years later, they find themselves tracked by an entity bent on revenge, totally helpless as the culture and traditions they left behind catch up to them in a violent, vengeful way. So Stephen Graham Jones, I didn't know this until I started researching him. Um, He is kind of known for writing these horror, psychological thrillers, like suspense type books. Um, So this is what he does really well. And he was born in Midland, Texas in 1972 and is also an enrolled member of the Blackfeet tribe of the Blackfeet Indian Reservation of Montana. So, uh, coming from that background, I think this book is going to be fascinating. Um, This book has also won a ton of awards. It won the Bran Stoker Award for novel, and that's kind of an award for horror writers. And it also won the Shirley Jackson Award, and that's also kind of a psychological suspense and horror type um, award. It has a 3.7 on Goodreads, so that those are always, you know, it, you could love it, you could hate it type books, and so I'm interested to kind of see how it how it plays out, and uh, this book is relatively new as well. It was published in 2020, um, and I think people are kind of now starting to get back into the horror books after the pandemic. I feel like those were not the most popular genres uh, during 2020, so um, I think all those books that were kind of published in the 2020-2021 range are kind of coming back to the forefront of our cultural um, conversations surrounding horror novels and psychological suspense novels. And he is also the Ivina Baldwin uh, professor of English at the University of Colorado Boulder. So um, another fellow Coloradan, which I love. And lastly is 
book four, which is My Year of Rest and Relaxation by Otessa Moshfeg. Now, this book I'm very excited about because I've been hearing a lot about this author via, you know, social media and also from friends who have read a lot of her other books. And Sierra had first brought this book up at the end of last year. And so when I gave my uh, co-host free reign to pick whatever books they wanted to pick uh, for this year, they she went ahead and chose this one as one of her lineup, as one of the books in her lineup. So I am very excited uh, to kind of dive into this one because, I don't know, something about Otessa Moshfeg and her writing has just really intrigued me. And I'm really excited to read one of her books. So let's, let's get into the summary. From one of our boldest, most celebrated new literary voices, a novel about a young woman's effort to duck the ills of the world by embarking on extended hibernation with the help of one of the worst psychiatrists in the annals of literature and the battery of medicines she prescribes. Our narrator should be happy, shouldn't she? She's young, thin, pretty, and a recent Columbia graduate, works on works an easy job at a hip art gallery, lives in an apartment on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, paid for, like the rest of her needs, by her inheritance. But there is a dark and vacuous hole in her heart, and it isn't just the loss of her parents or the way her Wall Street boyfriend treats her or her sadomasochistic relationship with her best friend, Riva. It is, it's the year 2000 in a city aglitter with wealth and possibility. What could be so terribly wrong? So this book uh, was published in 2018. It has a 3.7 out of 5 on Goodreads. So kind of like the last book we were discussing, it's it could go either way. Again, this book kind of has gained a lot of traction on social media, whether it's people kind of slamming the book or whether it's people just absolutely raving about the book. Um, so I'm, I'm very interested to see kind of what side I land on. Um, again, like I said, I'm very interested in this author in particular because her debut novel, Eileen, won the Hemingway Foundation and Penn Award. Um, her mother was born in Croatia and her father was born in Iran and is Jewish, but she herself was born in Boston. So she's kind of this American author coming from um, these immigrant parents with uh, just a very fascinating background. Um, and so all these kind of... Uh, cultures and her upbringing has kind of come together to produce these really interesting books that are really focused on humanity and kind of displays humanity in maybe not the best light, um, kind of a dark and almost cynical way, but also very just raw and real. So it's going to be um, an interesting first choice. Uh, I know that her 2022 book, uh, Lapvona, has really gained um, traction as well on social media, and it's actually a favorite of other co-host Rebecca. As I was telling even Rebecca that we were reading this book, she was, she had mentioned that this book is pretty much just about a woman sleeping, and that's kind of all it is. So, you know, if that is what it turns out to be, then I'm not really sure how I'm going to feel about it, but who knows? Maybe her writing style is just going to be enough to carry this book and um, make an entire story about someone sleeping for an entire year. Super interesting. <laughs> so this one, I am I am really excited to really dive in because this could go either way. So stay tuned on this one. Alrighty, y'all. That is it for our April books. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you liked this episode and you're excited for what's to come, 
give us a follow at Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Again, that's at R-W-R-E-A-D-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T as we will kind of be previewing and publishing about the episodes as they come out. And so you really won't want to miss anything. And if you like the show and if you want to go back to previous episodes of the previous books that we've done, please go give it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Tell us what you liked, what you want more of. Um, we're so excited that you're here and we're so excited that you're reading along with us or just listening along with us because you never know what these conversations may hold. <laughs> so until next week, keep your books open and your drink glasses full. Thanks all. <laughs>